everyone, and welcome to episode four of Those Magic Sparks podcast, a show about anything and everything related to Walt Disney World. On today's show, we discuss the purple wall refurb revealed, a Pirates of the Caribbean overlay that almost happened, and a new Disney hotel room concept that could transform your room itself into an attraction. Settle in and get comfy for a fun one here on Those Magic Sparks. Welcome back to those Magic Sparks podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Peg Zisman, and I am joined again today by my wife slash co-host, Rachel Zisman. Hello. Hello. Oh, I am really glad that we are here recording today. Um, we took a hiatus for a couple of weeks there while we both battled various illnesses. First, I landed a cold, and then you threw out your back, and we followed that up by taking turns having the stomach flu. So it was quite the exciting couple of weeks here in the Zisman household. It really wa- it reminded me of all of our stories about going to Disney World and people throwing up. <laughs> like some weird uh, karmic right, energy. I know. So it really was. It was quite a two weeks. But I'm glad it's done. I'm glad we get to do this now. And we survived. <laughs> we did survive. And that's what's important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're here now and we're as good as we're ever going to be. So uh, you ready for a fresh round of news, Rach? I sure am delightful. So we are kicking off this week's news with a follow-up on a topic that we covered in episode one. The purple wall refurb has been revealed. (gasps) The no more speculation needed. No more. So after much anticipation, the purple wall refurbishment has been revealed and it is not anything that we guessed. Really? We were all wrong? Everything was wrong? Kind of. Oh. And the the thing that they said about them not changing the color, it was going to be the exact same color, is kind of misleading. So for anyone who didn't hear episode one or her, somehow doesn't know what the purple wall is, because at this point, I think everyone should know, the purple wall is literally just the side of a building as you are walking into Tomorrowland from the hub area Mm -hmm. of Magic Kingdom. And it was never intended to be something special, but Instagrammers made it a thing by continually posing for selfies in front of this wall because they liked the purple hue. And it was a good shade of purple. Yeah. And it's pleasant. It I can't deny that. Disney decided to capitalize on that by creating merchandise related to the purple wall and refurbishing it, which has been revealed within the last few days, and essentially what they did, if, if you can imagine this. Wait, am I going to get to see a picture of it? Yes, you should, you should I go. I can pull it up now? Yes, go ahead and pull it up. The reveal. <gasps> oh. So the purple wall, in some sections, maintains the plain lavender hue, or whatever color this is, it's a light purple. Mm-hmm. And in other parts, it has taken on some geometric shapes with new purple hues integrated into it. So it's like a series of misshapen triangles, almost as if you took a ruler and just drew a bunch of lines and where they intersected, 
put in colors of lighter purple, some darker purple, some white. Yeah. And it looks geometric. And it also looks like there's some of the wall is still blank, or maybe this is an old photo, um, and they're adding to that. So some of the wall maintained its basic purpleness, and some of it is now geometric. Thoughts? I like it. My initial thought is that I like it. Um, I do feel like it's a little bit, like, I kind of wish it was more Disney, Disney-y, if that makes sense. Because it really is just, um, fractals, you know, nothing, no pattern, really, just a collection of lines and then random shades of purple in there. I think it kind of has a futuristic, a re- I should say a retro sure. like a futuristic vibe mm-hmm. because that's what Tomorrowland took on sure. was a past vision of what the future would look like. And right. it kind of holds in that, uh, that vision that the 1970s had of what the future right. would look like. I think it kind of matches with that. I don't know that I feel like it needs more Disney intellectual properties or, or Mickey's integrated into there. I think it, it, as a standalone Instagrammable wall, I actually think now it has been plussed in its own way. I Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, so before, if you've seen it, um, and we never took note of it, so I can only tell from this picture, it literally just appears to be the side of a wall. Um, it sure is. I do feel like calling this a, quote, refurbishment is a pretty um, generous way to phrase that they just, but now they can make more merch, new merch. No, I know, but I would say <laughs> don't confuse refurbishment with painting. You know, like I think to me, we and can't that, count that, right? I know when we we had all these ideas for what they could do to refurbish it, and they were grand. I mean, like I, I don't think it's wrong to paint something. I like the way it looks. I think, um, in a way, they have made it more Instagrammable because now it's more. Um, like recognizable like if you valid you know before it really was just like a purple wall which could have been anywhere and now it's Mm -hmm. kind of its own thing I guess oh that's smart observation yeah um so yeah I mean I like it I I would rather take a photo a selfie in front of this new geometric shape section than the plane section so my concern is when I looked at pictures of it earlier today Mm -hmm. most of the images I saw of the wall had people lined up across the building (gasps) in front of it so does that a mean that now this thing is attracting a semi-queue or is it actually the queue for something else and it's just going to be difficult to get pictures in front of oh that's a good point yes wait so what would what would be a line there for I I'm embarrassed and to say also, I'm not 100% sure. I think it's pretty close Insta- to the Monsters Inc. Laugh floor. Maybe. But that has its own queue, and it has a big waiting area inside. Yeah. And also, if it was a line for people Instagramming, they wouldn't be lined up in front of it. They would be lined up around it. You know what I mean? Because mm, yes, then they right. would just be, no, you know, no production would be happening at all with the Instagram pictures. My final thought is that I still kind of wish they would add a magic shot to that area, and I'm going to hold out until they do. I would agree. I'm looking forward to that. Our second news story is less news in the sense that it is new. It's it's not. <laughs> it's more of an interesting tidbit from the past that was recently revealed by Jim Hill, a Disney uh, historian who co-hosts the Disney Dish podcast with Len Testa. Actually, I really recommend anything written by either of them or any podcast by them too, for that matter. They're both super knowledgeable Disney people and their insights and storytelling are pretty much inevitably interesting. So 
go check them out. But anyway, on a recent episode of the Disney Dish podcast, Jim revealed that the Disney Imagineers once came super close to adding an overlay to the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I believe this was specifically in Disneyland, but it could have been done as far as I'm aware in Disney World too. So this happened about 15 plus years ago, right around the time where the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, uh, The Curse of the Black Pearl, came out, and it uh, was a was huge that hit. 15 years ago? It was a little bit more than that. Uh, yeah. Or, oh, or maybe it was right around then. It was, yeah. No, I just, no, you're probably right. I just felt really <laughs> old, because it felt a lot more recent than that, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. Yes. Yeah, so, um... The Pirates of the Caribbean, the first movie came out and it was a huge hit, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Disney, some of the Imagineers thought about capitalizing on that. So what they thought about doing, and you need a little bit of background to understand this, is that on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, or more, you know, built within the building, but to the side of the attraction, is this maintenance bay. And inside of the maintenance bay, they can pull all of the different boats and they can do refurbishments on them as needed. They can even pull like certain pieces of the attraction, like, you know, conceivably busted animatronic bits or what have you. They can pull that into the maintenance bay area and they can do whatever work they need to do on it. This maintenance bay runs the length of the attraction. Really? Yes. So it's quite long. Is it full on the outside or... Is it full on the outside? Is it like, does it just follow the length of the track or? It, it does. Really? Wow. So it's very it's long. Huge. Yes. Yeah. And apparently it, that space in there had the capacity to add show scenes to it, conceivably. So what the Imagineers thought about doing was creating an alternate track for the ride. What? Yes, where every night, right at sundown, the attraction would close for a half hour and they would, like, manually switch over the tracks. Shut up. So that instead of taking the regular path, you would go into this maintenance bay, which would have been converted into another version of, yes, a second show, essentially, of the Pirate's Ride. And what would happen is in the spirit... Of Curse of the Black Pearl. If you remember in the movie when the pirates came out into the moonlight because they were cursed, all you could see was their skeletons Uh and not their human versions anymore. Not the skin or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Not like the alive version. (laughs) Not the, it was just bones. (laughs) It was the undead version. So they were going to create an alternate version of Pirates of the Caribbean where each pirate was their skeletal cursed selves. And it would, you'd only be able to see it at nighttime. And it would be for every day of the year. It wasn't even just seasonal. And that sounds like such a cool idea. It really does. That does. So it would be just a mirror image of the ride. But all the pirates would be, or not a mirror image, but a replicated image. It would a be. A copy of it. It would. But with. It would be pretty similar, I think. I, I don't know. He didn't get into great detail on exactly what the concept was. That'd be so but cool. presumably they would take the personas and the images of the pirates that you saw in the regular version right. and replicate them in skeletal form. And oh. they probably would have integrated like the main antagonist sure. from that movie because it's always a profitable idea to add sure. your intellectual properties to the attractions. Sure. Yeah. I believe That's that was so Captain cool. Barbosa. I think I'm sure they would have put him in there. Which oh, he's yeah. in there now anyway, but not 
in that skeletal form. Not in this, yeah. That would have been really cool. I would have been all about that. Yes. And I'm kind of sad that they didn't do it. Probably because they mm. actually need that maintenance bay. That's a valid point. Well, then you could conceivably add, or maybe I don't know, because I don't know the layout of the park, but could you add onto the building to add a smaller maintenance a bay? A real maintenance bay? Maybe on, like, the other side of the building, unless it's actually probably bumping into the park, isn't it? Unsure. But I'm not sure. Yeah, I w- uh. <laughs> the general lesson to remember, though, with Disney is that when it comes to Imagineering and the parks, no idea ever truly dies. That's true. I mean, even the, even the movie Frozen, they attempted to do, what, three times before they got it right. And they had been trying to do it for years before they actually made the movie. So and, and that's not even speaking about the theme parks. Um but right. with the theme parks, they definitely incorporate and recycle ideas that they had in the past and the future, repeatedly. Right. Well, and that sounds like a really expensive project, so I could imagine. It feels you know, like a little bit of a departure, too, from the direction that the park has headed in terms of newer attractions. A lot of newer attractions in a lot of theme parks, not just not just Disney parks, have been moving more towards screen-based Mm. attractions and the screen-based ones i would have to imagine are at least somewhat cheaper and certainly i would think less maintenance because you're not dealing with all the moving parts of an animatronic and you're not dealing with the water effects that can cause damage to older animatronics and and all of that yeah so i wonder if there was also a certain level of concern now granted 15 years ago they didn't have as many screen-based distractions but even now i wonder if there's a certain level of concern about we don't really build a ton of dark rides with that fully immersive made by hand environments in the same way anymore we think about um navi river journey Ugh. and that really is a beautifully immersive ride and it yeah. is a dark ride and it is a boat ride but so much of that is based on screens that's true so pirates to make this pirates of the scarabian if you will yeah to do that you would really have to just go back to that good old-fashioned mm-hmm. um it would be rebuilding you know an old ride that they a style of which they don't really do anymore. Exactly. So I'm hoping the mm. idea isn't entirely done. I suppose you could still do screen-based technology over there. It would just be more of a departure from yeah. the feel of the original ride. I almost wonder, um, so similar to how on the Frozen Ever After ride, Elsa's face, it's an animatronic, but it is projected onto that. Do you yeah, know, like, her, her facial expressions are is, projected. Right, yeah. so I wonder if they could utilize that somehow to do... Um, you know, and at nighttime, they just turn on the skeleton face oh, or something like that, you know? Yeah, I think they probably could do it. I think they maybe they were waiting too. for technology to get better so they didn't have to just build a whole second ride. They were trying to figure out a way that they could just overlay it quickly onto this, you know? I wish I knew more about how they do that. The base yeah. of the under, like underneath the projection. Well, you can see that underneath the projection, it is still moving. Which creates the realistic, mm. I believe, or the facial features, like the. That would be cool. If it cool. was a human, the muscles and the bones would be moving, but the expression, I believe, like the eyes and the mouth are projected on there to create more detail. But I, yeah, I wish I knew how they did that more. What I like about this idea is it has the potential to address one of the concerns we've heard before about Disney World. Disney World doesn't do 
holiday overlays to their attractions because yeah. people are taking that once in a lifetime vacation. They they want those guests to have the chance to experience the attraction in its original form. Mm-hmm. I get it. But with your idea about projecting onto the pre-existing attraction, even if they didn't do your idea and they did the original one and had them go into the um, maintenance bay and had like a whole separate alternative scene, even if you just did that seasonally, yeah, because it switches over at dusk, you would be catering to both crowds because you could have the chance to ride just the original by going earlier in the day or... You could ride the seasonal one or the overlay version by going later in the day. It kind of gives you the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Now I want this. And now I want it too. And I think, like, think of all the merchandise. And, oh, yeah. Like that, I mean, obviously that's one of the most popular rides currently and probably sells the most merchandise too because, it. I mean, it seems to have the biggest merchandise you know, after store sort of thing. They just, they're, I feel like it would be very profitable for them to do. It is a very popular attraction Mm -hmm. and it grew into being a very popular IP. Um, And even though the subsequent movies after Curse of the Black Pearl were not as successful, I still think in general, it is a really popular concept and a really popular ride. And I think since that movie, I mean, I still think about that first movie as being a really good comfort one to go back to. I just, I love the creativity of it. I love its connections to the original attraction. I would, I would still enjoy that. You know, we often make fun of like really old references. That one's probably older than The Incredibles, if I'm not wrong. Probably. I Yeah. <laughs> but I would still really be into this. I would too. I vote for it. Me too. If the Imagineers are listening. I vote yes. <laughs> make it happen. Don't let that idea die. Mm-hmm. So finally, our third story is a new patent concept that is most definitely coming to the Disney resorts. Of course, the general rule of thumb to remember when talking about patents is that they need not necessarily ever manifest into anything tangible. Like, you can just get the patent and then sit on the idea forever if you want to. Um, But this particular patent feels inevitable, what with the Star Wars-themed hotel coming to Disney World. And if you think about it, it most certainly will come to future Disney resorts uh, outside of the Star Wars one as well. So what Disney's patent talks about is creating these storytelling rooms where audio and lighting and fans and these wall projectors can be used to create scenes within a room. And of course, these features can be used to enhance the theming of a resort, such as in the case of the Star Wars Hotel, where you can feel like you're somehow in like a space hotel, like if you're in outer space or if you're somehow on one of the planets or whatever it might be. And the other thing is that this technology could also be used for experiences like this cool themed wake up alarm system where you can kind of like choose how you want to be woken up in the morning. Like, do you want a beach sunrise? You got it. Or wall projections in the bathroom, uh, or even as like a display of firework shows in the parks at night, whether they're pre-recorded or recorded live, like they could show that in your room, no interrupted viewings line. Like you can just chill and watch it like this, this, patent and like I said it inevitably feels like it's coming has a lot of really cool potential like if you watch the movie Smart House I was just thinking <laughs> I was just thinking first thought Disney Channel original movie 
smart house, of course. Yes. This is exactly that concept. It is exactly that concept. They already patented this. Yep. 20 years ago when they made the movie <laughs> Smart House. Uh-huh. It's coming to hotels. It feels inevitable. I don't think this one is a maybe. I think this one is happening. That sounds super cool. Can you imagine the theming possibilities? Yes. Obviously, you and I are not, and I say obviously because we know it, but not everyone else knows it. We are not super into Star Wars. I was in like no. fifth grade, and now I, I got old and not fun anymore, I guess. So sure. I don't like Star Wars as much anymore. But think about all the other things you could do with this. Well, the last time we stayed in a hotel, um, we stayed in a Little Mermaid room. Mm-hmm. And I think of all the cool things that they could do. Yeah. To create an underwater feeling or, um, you know, we could wake up to like the sha la 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 <laughs> you know, like there could just be, there's so much potential for really cool things to happen with this. I know. <gasps> you could get woken up by Ursula in the morning. Poor unfortunate <laughs> right. That's the one we would have picked. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just... Her eels flying over us. <laughs> right, now, there would be no reason to leave the room at that point. Oh my okay, gosh. So let's pause. That's an interesting point. There's no reason to leave the room. Sure. Some people are very interested by the fact that Disney is wanting to do this. To right. turn the room into an attraction. Because if you are that invested in the room, you're not going to leave and go spend money. I know. Isn't that interesting? But of course you can make the prices for the hotel room super high and then problem solved. Yeah, I also, I don't think anyone would come to Disney World and just stay in, shut inside their hotel room for <laughs> seven days. I live here now. Right, I know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I just don't think, I mean, because my first thought was, oh my gosh, what if you could make it feel like Haunted Mansion <gasps> in the room? You have your own haunted house. Right. But I don't think that that would ever take the place of uh, actually going on Haunted Mansion, you know? So I, I don't think that there would be the same competition. I I don't think anyone is going all the way to Disney World just to stay in their hotel for seven days and watch the fireworks, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, totally valid. But I guess it could totally turn... Like, let's say you're a person who has this great Disney trip planned and you get sick. It happens. (gasps) I've been sick before and I had to have them deliver cough medicine to me at three in the morning, which I'm going to chalk that up as a magical experience. But, um, you know, if you're sick, like, what a bummer. And hotel rooms to this point, even at Disney... The theming that they have is really, you know, you see props outside of the rooms and then inside the rooms you might have something like some furnishings, some some wall decor, and and that's kind of it. You can't do a ton. If you could turn your room into the, at least... The smart house bedroom. (laughs) Yeah. If you can turn it into the settings of some of your favorite attractions, I mean, that's cool. And you can kind of get some of the effects you're missing out on and granted you won't have like the movement but mm-hmm. i don't know if you're nauseous maybe that's a win maybe i know <laughs> do you want to be on space mountain without throwing up we have that yeah right oh i mean space mountain without without space you know it would just be darkness for <laughs> for like a minute now we can do that right yeah, now right. turn the lights <laughs> off that they already have that effect in the rooms uh that this just seems so cool I'm sure it would cost an arm and a leg, but ah, that would be super cool. I know. And I I couldn't help but think, too. And unfortunately, I mean, I don't know how much you have to vary, like, 
from and a patent to create your own unique concept. But the first thing that came to mind, because I think about the Star Wars Hotel and how immersive it's going to be and kind of like the semi role playing you can choose to do when you're staying there. I cannot help but think about how much I would enjoy having something like that, including this room theming Mm -hmm. for a Harry Potter type hotel. (gasps) I know. And this is a Disney podcast, but we're both huge Harry Potter fans. That's true. And I would love that kind of just resort in that room. Yes. And can you imagine the theming that you could do? Like you could have a great hall room. Right. You get the floating candles above you. You can see like the other tables around you and the right. and the head table and right and like the first night that you're there, you have to sleep in like a cupboard under the stairs, and then like the next <laughs> nights you get to sleep in like a someone breaks bed. down your door, right? Someone breaks down, yeah, right. And there's like um, an annoying kid running on the stairs, and then the following nights you sleep in a four poster bed with several other families in the same room <laughs> as you, just like they do in Hogwarts. I want it. <laughs> No, I mean, really, though, you could do, like, a Quidditch pitch yeah. scene. You could do, a, for a scarier one, like a Shrieking Shack. You could do Hogsmeade Village. Yeah. You could be inside of Zonko's or Weasley Wizard Wheezes. Right. There's a lot of options here. Well, I think the um, Star Wars Hotel could potentially be setting a pre- precedent for what hotels are going to look like going forward. Because right I think now, so. you're right. Like, there is some theming. There's, like, a statue of you know, characters from The Little Mermaid, King Triton right outside, and then inside, there's some, like, stuff painted on the walls and that sort of stuff, but it is just a regular hotel, you know, I think... It's a bed, and it's a bathroom. Right, yeah, it's what you would expect out of a hotel with some, like, cute decorations, but I almost wonder if their next move, as they are definitely competing for, you know, everything with Universal is to kind of take that up to the next step of making the hotel part of the attraction to keep people from, honestly, like, getting a hotel at Universal or just getting one of the random other hotels. That, you off know? property. Yeah, yeah, an off-property hotel that I wonder if that's, like, their next step is is the hotel is part of your experience, too. It's not just that it's more convenient. It's that it is. That would sell me on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I mean, you and I have talked recently about how Universal creating its new value resorts makes it feel um, like kind of maybe we should consider it because it's yeah. a great way to still get to go visit Orlando and still go to Disney, um, but also be able to save some substantial money. Yeah. Um, but if Disney were to create, you know, these smart rooms <laughs> oh, yeah. with that storytelling element, I'm sold. I, yeah. I would figure out a way, you know, to make that happen because that is just the endless possibilities. Yeah. I would really love it. And there's so many intellectual property theming that they could integrate into that room. There's so many general themes because immediately I think of what hotel themes already exist. Well, you have like um, a Caribbean beach resort and mm-hmm. that would be an easy theme for the room yeah um obviously they're gonna do it with star wars you could take something like the boardwalk oh and that would be a fun theme mm-hmm. you know to have inside your room like there there really is no end to what they could do with that kind of technology and it feels attainable within my own cognitive grasp right now so it feels it like does. it's imminent well, when you describe what it could be, it would be screens, it would be lighting, it would be fans, 
maybe smells. I don't know. They're being into those. Oh, too, you know, that's um, cool. But those are those those are attainable. We yeah. I I can imagine how you would do it right they're now. They're already using it in mm-hmm. a bigger capacity within for, the attractions. Right, right for every so attraction. just put it inside a hotel room. Right. You're gonna have a a pretty upcharge on that. Oh, it'll be yeah. I mean, I I assume a big um, deterrent for this is that it seems really expensive. But and that's they, an incentive for Disney to do it. <laughs> right. Well, and that, and I think another challenge is that they would have to potentially take rooms offline for, mm-hmm. like, extended chunks of time while they did refurbishments on it. If they added that to uh, existing hotels. If <gasps> they... Because Disney has so much property, and they have been talking about adding more resorts. Mm-hmm. If they make fresh new resorts yeah, and right away already have and this integrated into in. their rooms. Yeah. That would be really cool. Ah, could you imagine the cool stuff that they would do with, like, the dining areas? Yes. Yes. Because they already do a little bit now. There's, like, music playing and, you know, some... Be Our Guest is already a beautifully themed... Yes. But could you imagine... Restaurant. And they already have, like, that kind of effect going in their snow effect. they do. In their windows. You can up that even more if you add some of those... Um, Could you imagine, like, the, the, the ballroom scene, yes. they're dancing, like, above the people eating or, so, you know, like, with a light projection? Mm-hmm. And or... having more of, like, the animated mm-hmm. utensils and color, you Yeah, know, like, all the, the plates everything. and everything. Yeah, yeah, because that could be small projections on the sides uh-huh. or, uh, they that really could cool. make it super cool. And that's just taking an already beautifully themed An already restaurant. amazing thing and making it. So this technology feels like it's right around the corner. It does. And I think it really does plus the resort experience. And it has the potential, yeah. you, as you pointed out, with even restaurants. And it sounds like they're actually going to do something similar to that. Because I believe they're opening up a space-themed restaurant Ooh. in Future World and Epcot. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it, it feels like all of this is coming. It does. That would be cool. And, yeah, really attainable. So it feels like it It could, you know, it's, it's not a super lofty goal. Yeah. So looking forward, look to, forward it. to it. <laughs> well, this has been another enjoyable episode with you, Rach. It sure has. Yeah. So I want to thank all of our listeners, as well as our friends and family, for all the feedback you've shared with us over the past few weeks. We love hearing from you, and we want to keep hearing from you. We've had several people reach out and share potential news and discussion topics. We've included some of those in our first four episodes already. And of course, we'd love to continue discussing any ideas that you may have going forward, too. If you've enjoyed today's show, please remember to subscribe on iTunes. You can also rate and review our show there, which really helps us reach an even wider listening audience. If iTunes is not your jam, you can bookmark us on Anchor at anchor.fm slash TMS podcast. Also, feel free to reach out to us personally on Facebook if you'd like to share your thoughts or suggest a future episode topic. This has been Peg and Rachel Zisman for Those Magic Sparks podcast. Don't forget, kindness is cool. So make good choices, get all A's, and have a magical day.